The views, opinions, and comments expressed by hosts, guests, and callers of this show are not necessarily those of this station, its parent company, TeleSouth Media, its staff, management, or advertisers. Content of this broadcast cannot be duplicated or used in any way without the express written consent of TeleSouth Media Incorporated. Now, join us for Advisors Roundtable with your hosts, Certified Financial Planners, Greg Cooley and Bubba Labus. It's professional advice for your life. Welcome to the Advisors Roundtable, Certified Financial Planners, Bubba Labus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you on this portion of the show brought to you by Cooley and Labus Financial Advisors, where your personal financial plan is the key. So, Bubba, you know, sometimes the things you do, the decisions you make, the actions you take um, determine what's going on in your life. And sometimes the things other people do affect you, right? I'm reminded of a quote by uh, a gangster in a movie called The Departed, where where, uh, the character uh, played by Jack Nicholson says... It's got to be good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. Uh-huh. Yeah. And quite actually, that happens, mm-hmm. hopefully, most of the time in your life. And if you thought about where you are in your life and you know the decisions that you've made, good and bad, mm-hmm. um, most of them have been yours, and the effect of them have been yours. But there are some things that happen outside you that you don't have any control of, that affect you too. Oh, sure. You know, uh, the decision that local government would make about their level of um, commitment to education. Mm-hmm. I mean, some local governments really commit to it, and they're going to keep uh, that funding coming through their mm-hmm. taxation base. Um, and sometimes they're paying off bonds, sometimes they're paying off additions to the school, and all and maybe sometimes they aren't but to keep that money coming in so that they can be constantly improving and be on the cutting edge of technology and all those sorts of things and those those decisions made by somebody else somebody in government policy decisions have an effect on you Mm -hmm. and your family and the level of education and exposure to to new schools of thought and all of that is, is something happening to you. Right. Somebody else does. Right now, in the middle of this pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, there are some policy decisions being made uh, at the local, state, federal level mm-hmm. that are having an effect on us. By and large, as a former elected official, would you say we're doing okay from the point of view of policy decisions? I would say as a recovering elected official, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. A former elected official is always recovering, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah, the wounds and and the memories and and, and the, the things that happened. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be opinionated here. I guess that's uh, why you asked me the question. Mm. I think that some of the policies are good, and I think some of the policies uh, are have been delayed. Okay, and so we don't know and, if they're good or not. And I think that, in my opinion, some of the policies uh, uh, weren't put forth uh, early enough. Mm. Um. So, you know, you can always look back in hindsight and say, well, you should have done this. Or yeah, you should have yeah, done that, yeah, right? Yeah, sure, sure. Um, I think 
I think that, um, you know, on a local, state, and, and national level, um, generally speaking, most of the policies, policies put forward have been good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I might leave it at that. Okay. so uh, let, Generally let, speaking, I think they've been good policies. So we look back in January, February, mm-hmm. first part of March, yeah. we realized we had a pandemic. We're dealing with a pandemic. We're, we're dealing with mm-hmm. a different kind of virus. We're different, uh, dealing with an economy wherever yeah. it was, uh, tax structure where it was. We, mm-hmm. That's where we were. Right. And we start making decisions. Now, when you look at it, who was really affected? Well, everybody was. Mm-hmm. But when everybody is affected, how do you fix it? Um, federal level, state level, local level, business level, individual level. I, I mean, there are a lot of ways. All of, maybe all of the above. Right? All the above. Yeah. So you, I mean, it's like a shotgun approach. You mm-hmm. got to throw some some shot at all of this. Sure. Um, I think you you make a good point in that you know maybe we weren't fast enough maybe we didn't uh, respect it as much as we should maybe we were slow right um, now the, then the question becomes um, how fast after you've made a decision can things get through to the people on the front lines right. So I'd like to you know liken this to like a war, and let's say we're in the war room. Mm-hmm. We're back at the Pentagon, right. and we're trying to make a decision as to how to fight this war. Mm-hmm. And we see the enemy out there, and we see all our mm-hmm. troops. And you know, are we going to use planes? We we're going to use the rail system. We're going to use tanks. We're going to use infantry. What mm-hmm. what are we going to use? How are we going to use them? And then we make this decision. Well, the filtering down of the order to how we're going to takes a little while. Right. And then, you know, we, we make a decision. We tell those tanks, okay, we want you to attack off the left flank. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the guy on the, on the, the, the ground comes back and says, uh, in order to do that, I don't have enough tanks. Huh? Mm-hmm. You know, I've only got 20 tanks out here, and I'm going to need 150. Right. Well, where are those other 130 going to come from, and how long is it going to take them to get there? Right. Is that anybody's fault? I mean, can we go back and blame anybody? Uh, uh, You could blame them, but, I mean, what good would it do? Mm -hmm. The tanks aren't there. Yeah. How did you know that they needed to be there to begin with until you, you know, you requested them, right? And and until you got on the uh, boots on the ground. Yeah. Now, if it was planned, right? Uh, for you, two years ago. Two years ago, right? Yeah. And you said, you know, on this date, we're going to need this many tanks in this location to to help, you know, successfully complete our mission. Uh huh. And yeah. then they weren't there. Uh, well, then I think heads should roll, right? Yeah. But in the midst of the mm-hmm. battle, and the battle was flung upon you, and it came right. out of nowhere, mm-hmm. it ain't going to be perfect, is right. it? Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing I want people to realize that our, our, our first point today is that it's not going to be perfect. Right. Nobody saw it coming. Nobody understood it. We're still trying to understand it. Mm-hmm. We're still um, trying to put boots on the ground. And, you know, do you need field hospitals? I, I think you're still dealing with misinformation on how it all began. Mm-hmm. Right? Where did it come from? Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, this so, didn't start because Ozzy Osbourne was in China and ate the head <laughs> off a bat. I mean, that's right. So today yeah. we're going to try to talk about um, some some ways that we're looking and watching uh, and gauging this recovery. Mm-hmm. How fast is it going to be, and who is it going to affect? Right here on the Advisors Roundtable. out of storage space? Call Albright Storage at 808-STORE. That's 808-STOR for clean, safe, affordable, climate-controlled self-storage units with video surveillance for personal and business use. Albright Storage units are accessible 24-7 with multiple locations throughout Corinth. And now, thanks to our loyal customers, we have a new location at 327 Tate Street that offers RV and boat storage. Stop in today or visit us at albrightstorage.com. It's something no one wants to think about, but sooner or later, we will all have to face it. And when it happens, your loved ones are going to face a lot of decisions regarding your funeral. Let the staff of Memorial Funeral Home help your families during this difficult time. They treat everyone who comes through the doors with dignity, respect, and compassion. Their facilities offers a setting to bring your family together, to share a meaningful service, and to celebrate the life of your loved one. Memorial Funeral Home, where friends and family make the difference. Don't let mistakes get in your way. Investing missteps can undermine your ability to save as much as you'll need for your retirement and other goals. Let us help you formulate an individual plan that will ensure you get to where you want financially. Call us for a financial consultation at Cooley and Labus Financial Advisors today at 662-287-1903 or visit our website at www.cooleylabus.com. Welcome to State Farm, Mr. Murphy. What do you have there? Metal detector. You mentioned you were going to comb through my auto policy to unearth some hidden savings, and I figured you could use this. I just meant I'd give you our discount double check. I'd dig through your policy and see if there are some discounts you could be taking advantage of. There must be a lot of metal in your desk. It's a metal desk. Always looking for the discounts you deserve. That's State Farm's discount double check. Get to a better state. State Farm. Call State Farm agent Penn Majors in Corinth at 287-3911 today. This is John Oliver Windsor, a local attorney without billboards or an 800 number, and I want to help you with your legal needs. You have bills piling up and can't catch up? Have you been charged with a DUI or have one in your past and need it taken off your record? Have you lost a loved one and need help sorting through their estate? I have the expertise to help you handle issues life has thrown your way. Let a professional that knows what to do and how to do it handle the work for you. Give me a call, John Oliver Windsor, attorney at Law and Corn, 662-872-0121. Are you tired of the extra weight and struggling to lose it? Whether it's from bad habits or simply family history, we know how difficult it is to shed those pesky pounds. We may have the solution for you. At Magnolia Center for Surgical Weight Loss, we provide a surgical experience that provides you with both the surgery and support required to achieve your active and healthy self. If you're interested in learning more about surgical weight loss at Magnolia Regional Health Center, visit www.mrhc.org slash surgicalweightloss today. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable, Certified Financial Planners, Bubba Labus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you on this portion of the show brought to you by 
Bailey Williams Realty, a specialist in commercial and residential sales and leasing. Thanks a lot to Bailey and Robert and everybody associated with Bailey Williams Realty for being such fine sponsors of the Advisors Roundtable. Find them at CorinthHomes.com. So, Bubba, we're talking about gauging uh, this particular recovery and how we're combating and talking about and working our way through uh, this uh, COVID-19 and, and uh, what's ha- happening, the economy and shutting down the economy and reopening the economy. Uh, one of the points I want to make is related to my high school basketball experience. Okay. And that is, I'm not going to call any uh, last names to, uh, and any full names, any correct names to, uh, to protect the innocent, even though it was way down in another part of the state. And it was in the you know late 70s or whatever. But um, we had a guy on our team, let's call him Charles, okay? He was a very good shooter. Uh, he could shoot from anywhere on the court. He was about six one, and built like you know a, a, a Greek god. Okay, uh, you know one one time we we were in Cleveland, Mississippi, playing a basketball game, and somebody in the stands made him mad. And here was another issue that that we'll call him Charles. Charles had he had a real short fuse, mm-hmm. so he rips his shirt off and heads up into the stands. Yeah. And we all go up in the stands to get Charles. Well, the, the opposing fans thought we all were going in the stands to, to fight. To get them, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so suddenly there were 30 or 40 people in the stands who wanted to fight the 15 guys on right. our team. And the rest of us didn't necessarily want to fight. We just mm-hmm. want to go get Charles. Right. And that was a, a, a night I'll never re- forget. But when he ripped his shirt off, mm-hmm. there was some lady up in the stand that said, oh, my God, because mm-hmm. <laughs> this dude was chiseled. Right. right. And he was a great basketball player, but he was a whiner mm-hmm. from the word go. Um. So we would have like timeouts and the coach would bring us over and, you know, coach sit us down on the, 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 the chairs there and the coach would be bending down in front of us to try to talk to us through the timeout and what we were doing wrong and what we need to come out of the timeout and run and all this stuff. And Charles would start whining. Mm-hmm. Cooley, you didn't set that pick high enough. You weren't strong enough on that pick. You rolled too soon. And if you let him, the whole timeout would be Charles having the floor whining. Right. All right. And so the coach would have to shut Charles up mm-hmm. so that he could tell us what we'd done wrong and what we need to run. And, you know, the real stuff. I think if we don't watch ourselves, we're going to be like Charles. Yeah. We're going to be overanalyzing everything mm-hmm. and whining about everything. You didn't recognize it soon enough. You should have been stronger. The money mm-hmm. should have gotten here sooner. All of those things. And those are probably valid arguments. Mm-hmm. But for the next two or three years, let's don't whine our way through this. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs to stop us and shake us and shut Charles up. Right. And make us concentrate on what we need to be doing mm-hmm. now. Not whining about what happened in the past. But have you ever known people like that? Absolutely. Huh? Absolutely. I mean, they can spend all day long. You ever have people uh, meetings with people like that? Uh, they just suck the life out of a room, don't they? <laughs> I mean, really? Yeah. And they can suck the life out of the entire meeting if yep. you let them. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, if you're gonna if you've scheduled a thirty minute meeting with somebody like that, they can talk about how you didn't get into bonds fast mm-hmm. enough, how you didn't get into growth stocks fast enough, right. how you didn't, uh, and maybe those things are, mm-hmm. are are valid points. But now let's develop a strategy, right, and move through that learning experience, mm-hmm. and decide what we're going to run out of this timeout, mm-hmm. coach. So who ought to be that person that shuts the you know is shutting the Charles of the world up and trying to put together a plan for coming out of this? Yeah. So who should be that person to shut him up? I think it it kind of falls on everybody to do that. The right? rest of the team. The rest of the team. Shut up, Charles. Yeah. Stop. We we hear we've got you. other things that we need to be focused on and worried about. Yeah. And we can't dwell on the past. No. Right? No, but there are a lot of people mm-hmm. who love to massage their bruise. Yep. And and here's one that's going to probably turn your stomach, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm warning you. There are a lot of people who love to pick at the scab. Mm-hmm. Hmm? They do. That's what they want to do. They want to mm-hmm. concentrate on that. Mm-hmm. They want to concentrate on the wound of yesterday yep. and... Ooh, 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 ooh. And, and, and oh, whine, whine. We got to get... We, we mm-hmm. got to have a plan. And so some of the plan may not be perfect. We may not come out of this perfectly. We come out of the timeout sometimes, and, you know, we're ready to run the play. And sometimes Charles wasn't listening. Right. Huh? Because he was too busy complaining. Uh, and he didn't remember in the last timeout the coach said, they're running a zone defense. So, Cooley, when you throw the ball to the wing, set the pick higher. Mm-hmm. Charles didn't hear that. Yep. So he came into the next time out whining about where I set the pick. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm setting the pick where I was supposed to set the pick. Right. You didn't hear it. So, yeah, it was wrong to you, but it wasn't wrong to the rest of us. Sure. So we come out of this thing. It's not going to be necessarily perfect, but it needs to be coordinated. And we need to be all listening and on the same page. Is it possible to get on the same page in America these days? Uh, I wonder, you know, you've got so many talking heads out there and so many different opinions. Mm. And, uh, um, you know, you got the right wing and the left wing and the special interest and the money coming from big business. And you got the little guy asking for his attention over it comes down to leadership, and if you don't respect your leadership, then you're, you're going to have people just running all over the place, right? Yeah. How long has it been since we respected leadership in America? Ooh, good question. Hmm? I mean, on either side of the aisle. Right. Uh, really. You look on either side of the aisle, and you're thinking, is there a statesman among them? Is there somebody that, you know, I want to hear their voice? Is there somebody who can be like Coach Pickett and shut Charles up and everybody go, yeah, yeah, Charles mm-hmm. needs to shut up? You know, we've had a little bit too much right. of that. We, we need a plan. So as they start, whoever the leaders are, Congress, House Representatives, Senate, President, who, whoever, they start putting together this plan, I think there are three things we can look at um, that we can watch to be able to gauge this recovery. Mm-hmm. 
All right. So we have we belabored number one. All right. I don't know if you knew we belabored it or not, but that is the speed to which we get a plan. Okay. All right. How quickly do we have a plan? Now, the president says he has a plan, and, and Ms. Pelosi says she has a plan, and they say they're working together on a plan, and they've begun to try to address. Have you gotten your money yet? No. Huh? I understand that some people, like some businesses and some individuals, have begun to get their money. Right. All right. So, Phil, our executive uh, producer over here, have you gotten your money in your in your account that usually come, the same one where your Social Security the, the got? Twelve hundred. I, I did get it. All right. I so, when it, did I, you get it? Uh, let's see. Uh, I got it. This is Tuesday. I guess I got it Friday. Okay, so you got it last week. Right. Which so you is got the, your money on Friday. My mm-hmm. question is, do you still have it? <laughs> <laughs> Well, now that's a whole yeah. other subject there, Bubba. A whole other subject. Yeah. Uh, we're picking. This is pick on Phil right. day, I guess. Right. All right. So you got it, and that was. We're talking the middle of April. Yes. Yes. Two thousand twenty. Right. All right. right. Um, and when did you first start hearing that it was coming? Mm. Do you recall that? Probably a week to ten days, maybe before that. Okay. All right. So, I, I mean, I really thought it was awfully fast. Okay. You know. All right. Really? So you're okay with that? Yeah. You're okay with the speed of that? Well, I, I mean, I'm old enough to remember a lot of others mm-hmm. that were done in a similar fashion mm-hmm. that took months. Okay. You know. All right. Uh, yeah. Even by all the way, I go back to Kennedy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you know, I think. As we talked a minute ago, we have really three different parts of the economy, at least three, maybe four, um, That now that I think of it, four parts of the economy, uh, participants in the economy that, that need to have a, an, mm-hmm. a, an infusion. You got the individual. Right. All right. You got small and medium business. Mm-hmm. You got large business. And then you got state and local governments. Right. At least those need to have some kind of infusion help right now. That almost covers everybody, though, right? Uh, that's what I'm hoping. Yeah. You know? And I think that's what the people who are putting together the plan hope, that we, we cover just about everybody, mm-hmm. just about everybody who needs it. Now, if you're a billionaire and you're trying to decide, you know, your most important decision this week is, which one of my homes are we going to spend the weekend in? Mm-hmm. Right. You probably don't need me to help you very much, mm-hmm. huh? But the majority of the rest of us. Well, and you think about it, right? You think about the individuals who are getting help, and you, and you kind of cut a wide swath there, right? Mm-hmm. You got individuals. Mm-hmm. You've got local uh, governments, mm-hmm. local and state governments, mm-hmm. right? You've got small business and big business. Mm-hmm. So uh, on a personal level, right, mm-hmm. um, uh, my family, we did not receive the $1,200 check per individual and $500 per child mm-hmm. because my wife has a good job and makes too much money for us to even qualify <laughs> for that, right? <laughs> It's all her fault, Uh, you know, that I didn't get that. Right. However, you know, I look at it, Mm -hmm. and even though I didn't qualify there, 
Mm-hmm. With my personal business, mm-hmm. I was able to qualify. Mm-hmm. As so, a small business. As yes. a small business. Yes. Yes. So there, you know, I think there's going to be um, maybe some individuals that have some overlap, probably very little, mm-hmm. uh, if you look at it in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the money is, is getting out to folks. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I think we anticipate, uh, you know, getting ours later this week, I believe. The, the small business part. Right, the small right. business part. Yeah, yeah. So the first question, mm-hmm. the first gauge that I'm using, and I think a lot of other economists and people in the financial world are looking at, mm-hmm. is the speed to which you get the assistance there. Right. All right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to leave it there uh, at this point because we are up against a break, and when we come out of the break, we're going to continue to talk about some other points related to Gauging this recovery here on the Advisors Roundtable. at Bailey Williams Realty for all your area real estate needs. Specializing in residential sales, investment properties, commercial sales, and leasing. Our caring team is what makes Bailey Williams Realty the top real estate company in the Corinth Alcorn County area. We listen to your needs and then put ourselves in your shoes, treating you how we would want to be treated every step of the way. Call Bailey Williams Realty at 662-286-2255 or visit us at CorinthHomes.com. We want to make you feel at home. This is John Oliver Windsor, a local attorney without billboards or an 800 number, and I want to help you with your legal needs. You have bills piling up and can't catch up? Have you been charged with a DUI or have one in your past and need it taken off your record? Have you lost a loved one and need help sorting through their estate? I have the expertise to help you handle issues life has thrown your way. Let a professional that knows what to do and how to do it handle the work for you. Give me a call, John Oliver Windsor, attorney at Law and Corn, 662-872-0121. It's something no one wants to think about, but sooner or later, we will all have to face it. And when it happens, your loved ones are going to face a lot of decisions regarding your funeral. Let the staff of Memorial Funeral Home help your families during this difficult time. They treat everyone who comes through the doors with dignity, respect, and compassion. Their facilities offers a setting to bring your family together, to share a meaningful service, and to celebrate the life of your loved one. Memorial Funeral Home, where friends and family make the difference. Running out of storage space? Call Albright Storage at 808-STORE. That's 808-STOR for clean, safe, affordable, climate-controlled self-storage units with video surveillance for personal and business use. Albright Storage units are accessible 24-7 with multiple locations throughout Corinth. And now, thanks to our loyal customers, we have a new location at 327 Tate Street that offers RV and boat storage. Stop in today or visit us at albrightstorage.com. Are you tired of the extra weight and struggling to lose it? Whether it's from bad habits or simply family history, we know how difficult it is to shed those pesky pounds. We may have the solution for you. At Magnolia Center for Surgical Weight Loss, we provide a surgical experience that provides you with both the surgery and support required to achieve your active and healthy self. If you're interested in learning more about surgical weight loss at Magnolia Regional Health Center, visit www.mrhc.org slash surgicalweightloss today. 
This is certified financial planner Bubba Labus. Are you dreaming of a bright future? At Cooley and Labus Financial Advisors, we will help you formulate a solid financial plan to make your dreams a reality. We are certified financial planners that will meet with you to develop a step-by-step, individualized strategy for your finances. Call us today for a financial consultation at Cooley and Labus Financial Advisors, 662-287-1903, or visit us at our website at www.cooleylabus.com. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable, Certified Financial Planners Bubba Labus, and yours truly Greg Cooley with you on this portion of the show brought to you by John Oliver Windsor, your local attorney without billboards or an 800 number, but the expertise to help you out with your legal needs. Thanks a lot to John Oliver Windsor for being our resident legal expert and also uh, from time to time being uh, a replacement for us here as a a, uh, host on the Advisors Roundtable. So, uh, Bubba, we're talking about uh, ways to watch uh, and ways to, to gauge this uh, economic recovery we have coming out of and starting to uh, try to address this COVID virus and this pandemic. Uh, the first point was, you know, the speed with which we get assistance to people. The second point is to, al- uh, to have every, uh, is to, uh, it to be a well-communicated mm-hmm. plan and to have everybody understand that all of those four individuals, small and medium business, large business, and state and local governments need help. Mm-hmm. Why, do sta- why do the state and local governments need some infusion? Well, uh, this is uh, one that is uh, – I'm surprised that not many people are talking about this. Right? That's the reason I'm bringing it up. Um, so uh, state and local governments rely on sales tax – uh, in order to fund their operations to pay for roads and bri- bridges and, uh, to a degree, I guess, police departments and fire departments, et cetera, et cetera, yeah, right? Sewer, sanitation, garbage, everything. And, you know, all these uh, entities, and, and I'll just pick on the city of Corinth, right? Mm-hmm. They normally do their budgets uh, around uh, August mm-hmm. of every year. Mm-hmm. And then September, October starts their budget year. So they're halfway through their budget year right now. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, they're going to run into a shortfall uh-huh. because everybody's been at home, haven't been out shopping, retail centers and and uh, you know, retail areas have been shut down, so you don't have that tax revenue coming in. Uh-huh. Now, it's, it's always about two months behind, right? Okay. So, you know, we look at March basically being closed down, people not going places. Mm-hmm. April, for sure, shut down, people mm-hmm. not going places. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the decline in revenue that they're going to have. So you're looking at, uh, you know, the city of Corinth that would probably take in anywhere between four hundred and fifty and $500,000 a month in sales revenue, mm-hmm. maybe cut in half, mm-hmm. maybe more. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm so waiting to see what the numbers are. Are you going to, t- so you're telling me in May, June and July is when they're really going to feel the pinch. That's right. That's right. Okay. Now I, I will say that, um, well, at least while I was there, I think we had a pretty good handle and had a, a good savings fund mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, for times like this. Not that we ever anticipated those coming. I, <laughs> and I don't know if that money is still there or not. Right. right. Uh, it should be. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, Corinth may weather it a little bit better, but then you've got other other communities, communities right, right? right? Maybe a smaller community, maybe a larger community, mm-hmm. you know. Jackson, Mississippi, mm-hmm. for instance, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tupelo, mm-hmm. you know, Greenwood, mm-hmm. uh, Biloxi. Do you think there are very many people 
and we're picking on mm-hmm. Corinth now yep. because that's the one that you have some specific knowledge right. of, having been elected a couple mm-hmm. times there. So, um, do you think the average individual, the average citizen, knows anything about that budget and how much it is and how where it comes from and and you had a surplus? Do you think the average person knew that? Uh, probably not. Right. You know, they might they might have an idea, but I'd say on average. You know, uh, one out of every 40 individuals in the city of Corinth, you know, <laughs> okay. might have, a, you know, an inkling of an idea of how city government works and, and what the budget may be. Okay. All right. So the reason I ask is, is that, you know, you indicated that you're of the belief that there's a surplus fund, they, mm-hmm. that they, they didn't spend everything right. they had. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, there, there was when I was there. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's just say it, it's still there and it's mm-hmm. at, at the same level, that they maintained the yeah. same level over the last year or two. Let's say it's $4 million. $4 million. Right. You think if the average person knew that the city was sitting on $4 million, they'd been there, be in there, uh, have been in there, it, even before a pandemic, in good times, last year, stock right. markets, uh, mm-hmm. full employment, do you think if people knew there were $4 million sitting there, they would be knocking on the door for you to spend that money? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And while I was there, they, you know, there were people knocking on the door to spend the money. Uh-huh. It's always a delicate balance. You know, How much do you keep in reserve? Mm. Um, one of the reasons you have those reserves is to match grants. Oh, you know? okay. So let's say, for instance, that the federal government comes out and says, yeah, we're going to help uh, local entities or state governments or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's a matching grant formula, uh, right? So, so like, City of Corinth, we're going to send you $2 million yeah. so you can spend it on robes and bridges and curbs and gutters and all that stuff. But you got to match it with half a million dollars. Uh, well, the store, City of Corinth may be in good shape because they've, you know— they uh, got $4 million got, in the bank. They've got $4 million in the bank. and uh-uh. However, you've got to— pair that with the loss in revenue that you're going to have as well, right? Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, yeah, you get a grant, you know, mm-hmm. that you can get $2 million worth of whatever done, and you got to match it with half a million dollars. Mm-hmm. But you're also down another half a million dollars in revenue over this two-month period when kind of the economy was shut down. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. All, all of a sudden, that's a million-dollar hit, right? Uh, yeah. So you needed to have a slush fund right. there. Mm-hmm. But there are some communities that didn't have people in elected position mm-hmm. with the wherewithal to tell Greg Cooley to sit down right. and he wasn't going to get mm-hmm. everything he wanted just because they were sitting on $4 million. They didn't of, tell Charles to quit whining. They didn't tell Charles to mm-hmm. quit whining. They fed him. Mm-hmm. They, they gave him more yeah. to try to shut him up and to get his vote. So there are some communities that spent all the money mm-hmm. they didn't have the four million right oh they got reelected, and everybody thought they were cool mm-hmm. because they spent them but now here they may miss out is that what you're telling me on some of these grants yeah, very possibly could or they'd have to go borrow the money or go borrow the money and if you're telling me somebody spent their savings and how do they borrow the money if, uh, if they don't have the revenue to support paying the money back, right? Which means that may they may have to raise taxes, mm. which is never popular, uh-uh. right? Uh-uh. So two years ago, mm-hmm. when they made the decision to spend mm-hmm. the four million to try to be popular, yeah. Now they're probably going to have to do something that's unpopular. Mm-hmm. 
raise taxes. Right. So just like in your home budget, mm-hmm. people who are in leadership should be not spending everything they make. That's right. That's a difficult thing to do when you're in the spotlight and you're an elected official. Absolutely, it's tough to do. But it's the right thing to do. It is the right thing to do. Because now, when you have those mm-hmm. rainy days, when you have the, the, the times... And, and don't we know from practically living our lives? Yes, nobody has ever lived through a pandemic before here in America, but we've lived through some tough times. We sure. know they're coming every now and then. We've talked at length on this show uh, about business cycles and economic cycles and, and how that, you know, good times are great and you ought to enjoy them. They're not necessarily right. here to last forever. I, 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 I read yesterday, and this is a statistic, and it, and it was about uh, the the last financial crisis that we had. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to give you a little bit of a uh, frame of rest, reference. You know, really around September uh, of uh, October of '08 is when everything started. Yes, right. Pretty quick, kind of like this last one that we had. Pretty quick as far as the downturn goes. Mm-hmm. March of '09 was really the downturn. Uh, it was the bottom, bottom. Yes, it was. that you saw, right? Yep. yep. Uh, and and I'm, I'm framing this around unemployment numbers. Okay? okay. All right. So unemployment numbers continued to rise up until about October of 2009 hmm. until you saw those kind of level off. Okay. Right? So right. even though you had the, the bottom in the stock market in March, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then you began increasing from there, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Unemployment continued to increase meaning that let, less and pe- less people had jobs during that time frame until about October. Okay. So what I'm saying is is you can't necessarily judge the stock market based on the economy because the oh, economy yeah. sometimes lags, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the stock market is kind of a leading indicator right. a lot of times mm-hmm. as to what's coming. Sure. Because most of the time when people are buying stocks, they're doing it based on future earnings. Right. Future. Mm-hmm. All right. Remember that? Right. Remember that. That's a descriptive term. So a lot of times the stock market, if, you know, and, and people ask this question all the time. We're, you know, things are not do- going well. How could the stock market go up? Because the people who are buying stocks mm-hmm. are thinking six months, a year, two years, 20 years mm-hmm. in the future. Right. Okay. That's not necessarily an indication of what's happening on the street today. It's a great point you make. The other point you made there, and I don't want people to lose it, is that you said we started a downward slide in October. Mm -hmm. The stock market hit its bottom in March. Right. Six months. Six months. And unemployment didn't start to turn around until the following October. Another six months. A year. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. So when you look back over a 70-year period, six months doesn't seem a long time. Mm-hmm. When you're four and a half months into a six-month decline, right. it seems like it's lasted forever. Correct. All right? We're going to go into a break, and I'm going to talk to you about our perceptions as we come out of this break on the Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk. Welcome 
to State Farm, Mr. Murphy. What do you have there? Metal detector. You mentioned you were going to comb through my auto policy to unearth some hidden savings, and I figured you could use this. I just meant I'd give you our discount double check. I'd dig through your policy and see if there are some discounts you could be taking advantage of. There must be a lot of metal in your desk. It's a metal desk. Always looking for the discounts you deserve. That's State Farm's discount double check. Get to a better state. State Farm. Call State Farm agent Penn Majors in Corinth at 287-3911 today. Call the pros at Bailey Williams Realty for all your area real estate needs. Specializing in residential sales, investment properties, commercial sales, and leasing. Our caring team is what makes Bailey Williams Realty the top real estate company in the Corinth Alcorn County area. We listen to your needs and then put ourselves in your shoes, treating you how we would want to be treated every step of the way. Call Bailey Williams Realty at 662-286-2255 or visit us at CorinthHomes.com. We want to make you feel at home. Are you tired of the extra weight and struggling to lose it? Whether it's from bad habits or simply family history, we know how difficult it is to shed those pesky pounds. We may have the solution for you. At Magnolia Center for Surgical Weight Loss, we provide a surgical experience that provides you with both the surgery and support required to achieve your active and healthy self. If you're interested in learning more about surgical weight loss at Magnolia Regional Health Center, visit www.mrhc.org slash surgicalweightloss today. It's something no one wants to think about, but sooner or later, we will all have to face it. And when it happens, your loved ones are going to face a lot of decisions regarding your funeral. Let the staff of Memorial Funeral Home help your families during this difficult time. They treat everyone who comes through the doors with dignity, respect, and compassion. Their facilities offers a setting to bring your family together, to share a meaningful service, and to celebrate the life of your loved one. Memorial Funeral Home, where friends and family make the difference. Running out of storage space? Call Albright Storage at 808-STORE. That's 808-STOR for clean, safe, affordable, climate-controlled self-storage units with video surveillance for personal and business use. Albright Storage units are accessible 24-7 with multiple locations throughout Corinth. And now, thanks to our loyal customers, we have a new location at 327 Tate Street that offers RV and boat storage. Stop in today or visit us at albrightstorage.com. This is John Oliver Windsor, a local attorney without billboards or an 800 number, and I want to help you with your legal needs. Do you have bills piling up and can't catch up? Have you been charged with a DUI or have one in your past and need it taken off your record? Have you lost a loved one and need help sorting through their estate? I have the expertise to help you handle issues life has thrown your way. Let a professional that knows what to do and how to do it handle the work for you. Give me a call, John Oliver Windsor, attorney at Law and Corinth, 662-872-0121. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable. Certified financial planners, Bubba Labius, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you on this portion of the show brought to you by your local State Farm agent, Penn Majors. Because life happens, pay Penn Majors and State Farm. Thanks a lot to Penn and to State Farm for being such valued sponsors of the Advisors Roundtable. So, Bubba, we uh, went into that, uh, that break, and I said something about perception. So, going to ask you just a general question. Of all areas and phases of your life and the, the life of the average consumer, does perception affect your confidence? Oh, yeah. Hmm? I think it does. You ever been, you know, around somebody, you know, uh, maybe a friend or uh, a family member, mm. whatever, and, you know, you meet the, the new neighbor 
or you meet the new ball coach or the new minister or the, you know, the new person who's been elected to office, you meet them for the first time and you're walking away from this first encounter with this friend of yours. And the friend looks over and said, you know, I like him. You've spent two minutes mm-hmm. with him, but suddenly you've got confidence. You like him, right? You know, where'd that come from? Was it the perception that you picked up on, you know, the discernment you had of his nature? How do we do that? I mean, you go to a party, you know, especially when you were in high school and college. and You know, you mm-hmm. go to a get-together or whatever, and you look across the room, suddenly you're in love. Mm-hmm. What? Huh? Perception affected your confidence, didn't it? Yeah. So... Let's let's apply that to our economic situation now. Okay. What do you think the average American's perception is of our present situation? If you just were to do a quick survey of Americans and say, you know, what's your perception of where we are? What do you think most people would say? Uh, we, we're probably in apocalyptic times. <laughs> we need to be, you know, saving uh, canned food in yeah. our basement. Yeah. And, you Hoarding know. TP. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh? I think that's the general perception. Yeah. So what's going to be the perception, the change in perception that's going to affect our future confidence? What, what do you think that's going to be? What would it take? You know, you you think of somebody in your family, you know, your brother-in-law, your mother-in-law, whoever, somebody, and ask yourself, what would affect them? Right now, they, they're gloom and doom. Mm-hmm. They're Charles and they're whining. So what's going to affect their confidence level? I think it's going to be something small. Really? You know, the ability to go out and eat in a restaurant again. Oh. Oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. Things are, are okay. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. maybe I can go down to Shirley Dogs and buy a shirt. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and then they'll realize, well, you know, I get, we'll get through this. Mm-hmm. It'll mm-hmm. be all right. Yep. Yep. I think our I think you make a great mm-hmm. point. I think our public confidence is going to be affected by how quickly mm-hmm. you can get back to normal. Normal. Right. Whatever normal was and however normal's going to be different. Yep. You think normal's going to be a little different? I think uh um to a degree, you know, walking down the road, people give a little bit more room for one another. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've got that that you know that disease, and I don't want you breathing on me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. think you're going to have uh, maybe a little bit less of of social interaction, shaking hands, that sort of thing. At least forward. at first, right? At least at first. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it it will be different. Yeah. It'll be the new normal, though. And like we talked, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, after nine eleven, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. That kind of shook things up, the travel industry for sure. Oh, yeah. And, you know, to, to be subjected to go through pat-downs before you get on an airplane and, mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. the extra security, mm-hmm. now it's just, you know, a normal part of life. Right. Like it or not, you accept it. Mm-hmm. You know, about 40, 50 years ago, American retail decided, you know what? If old Phil bounces a check, mm-hmm. we're going to put his... But return check up on the wall, right. but we're also going to make Greg, when he comes through, he hadn't bounced a check mm-hmm. yet, but just as a precaution that Greg may be another fill, 
We're going to make Greg go through this, show me two or three forms of ID and where right. you work and what's your social security number and your driver. Blood type, retinal scan. <laughs> I mean, yeah. re remember how that was? Mm -hmm. And after a while, we all accepted it. That, yeah, you know, in order for to keep this business here, I want Walmart to be here. I want right. Gardeners to be here. I want the hardware store to mm -hmm. be here. So I'll put up with a couple minutes worth of, you know, uh, maybe what mm -hmm. I initially considered to be insult. Right. Because my check's good, dang it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we put up with it, didn't yeah. we? Mm -hmm. It was the new normal. Even though it made you mad. It yeah, made me mad. It, it made me uncomfortable. Yeah. It, you know, uh, I didn't like it, but I did it. So there may be some things going forward that are going to make you uncomfortable that you don't like, that are going to be part of the new normal, but you're going to do them. You know, there mm -hmm. may not be as many tables in that fine restaurant. And so, you know, there may not be as many re uh, reservations every night in that fine restaurant. If there are fewer tables, does that mean that the price oh, yeah. of the food goes up? Because uh, you're seating less? Uh, may. It may. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that may be the new normal. In order for you and me to feel comfortable and confident and safe in there, we're not going to be comfortable being pushed in there like sardines anymore. Then again, how long does this new normal last, though, right? I'm going to make a prediction. I'm going to say... We've got a vaccine within a year? I'm going to say 18 months to two years. Mm-hmm. That we're going to be comfortable with a different kind of normal. Yep. And after that, we ought to have a vaccine. We ought to have some kind of way to publicly address mm -hmm. it. And then we're going to go back to being crowded in subways. Mm -hmm. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. The last time I was in a subway in New York City is a year, maybe two ago. Mm -hmm. I was slammed. I'm talking slammed right. because I had my back to the door. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we'd just gotten on there and the door yeah. starts to close and the alarm and the little voice says, you know, door closed. Right. And so, you know, you all push in there like mm -hmm. sardines and it closes. And then we get to the next stop and this was not mine to get off. So I didn't move much. I mm -hmm. just stayed with my back to the door, right. standing there for the two stops later when it was going to mm -hmm. be my stop. So this stop, the people start getting on and we're already in there like yeah. sardines. Mm -hmm. And some big dude comes in and he just pushes right uh -huh. i mean he looked like you know the the mm -hmm. offensive guard at at football practice right. pushing the whole sled he just leaned into us all and i got slammed into this guy's armpit mm -hmm. some dude i'd never met before right. you know but you know it's, hey i'm in new york mm -hmm. city it's part of normal mm -hmm. You know, you got to live through it. I've only got two more stops, about 45 seconds, to smell this dude's armpit. Right. <laughs> huh? I'll make it. I'll make it. You know, my daddy would have said, don't you whine, boy. You know, and so we, we got through it. I don't know if people are going to be comfortable with that for a while. But we get a vaccine, and we do, a, you know, a couple trips. And we get on the plane, them doing it a different way, and we go to the hotel, them doing it a little bit of a different way, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna mm -hmm. slide into the new normal, like you said, just like we've slid into the new normal, the way it's been over the last 12, 15, 20 years mm -hmm. when you do air travel. Right. 
So what's new normal going to look like at your fav- your favorite activities? Church. How's church going to be done differently? I don't I don't know if church will be done differently. Hmm. You already weren't packed in there anyway. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, we I, already had some room. I do think this though about church. So mm. with with the onset of online church, mm-hmm. I think that most all uh, churches are going to continue that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and broadcast their service over you know the interwebs and that sort of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know probably will decrease a little bit in attendance and physical attendance, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But in the long run, may increase overall attendance. Yep, you know? I think I think once we get a, a mm-hmm. the reason, I made my bold prediction of eighteen to twenty four months. I think mm-hmm. once we get a vaccine, once most industries have a set of best practices, mm-hmm. churches come out with a set of best practices. The yeah. CDC has a set of best practices for grocery stores and restaurants and travel and those sort. And we all kind of say, okay, it's a little uncomfortable. It's different than it was, but we're okay with that because it's going to keep us safe. Mm-hmm. I think once that happens, we'll we'll see people's confidence come right. back. And when that happens, the dollar will follow it, mm-hmm. and the economy will follow it too. Here at the Advisors Roundtable, we're always trying to help you understand what's happening around you on Super Talk 94.3. discussion and content expressed by the host of the Advisors Roundtable are intended to be received as news, educational, and entertainment or unit items and are not to be accepted by the listener as legal, investment, insurance, or tax advice. Opinions and views will be expressed by guests of the Advisors Roundtable and those opinions and views are those of the guests alone and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Advisors Roundtable host or any of its affiliated radio stations. All information provided is educational in nature and is not intended to be acted upon without first consulting the appropriately licensed professional of your choosing. Before acting upon any information obtained during an advisor's roundtable broadcast, an individual should understand matters are extremely tax-specific and require advice tailored to individual facts and needs. Certified financial planners Greg Cooley and Andrew Labus are registered representatives of S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated. Securities offered through S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through Ignite Planners, LLC. Ignite Planners, LLC is not affiliated with S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated. Mm-hmm. 